It's time for faith and life to connect. I first go before God, working on who and what I am before Him and what He's calling me to be as a husband. Where a Christian walk meets our day-to-day life. Dealing with that baggage can mean anything from delaying the marriage to dealing with the baggage. For sure. And where it's okay to laugh a little. Meaningless days, I look at. <laughs> I'm looking at meaningless days and live happily with the woman you love, and I'm trying to figure out how they wind up in the same set. <laughs> We're not saying that the marriage is meaningless. Heaven forbid we say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. This is The Session with Tom Russell from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries. What triggers your potential spouse? And that you guys both agree, yeah, they are triggers, and it is, as we grow, something we have to work through. But we're going to give you sort of the grace and space to do that. It's time for Faith and Life to Connect here on Rise FM. I'm Scott here with the King of the Cranium, Tom Russell from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So we are going to conclude, wrap up, and otherwise finish our discussion about blessing and honoring dad today. And we're taking a rather unusual approach. Yeah. I don't think we've ever done something like this. We're going to talk about ways you can honor your dad even after he has gone, after he's passed away. So we're going to dive into uh, nine ideas that, that we have for honoring your dad and uh, maybe a couple of questions at the end too. But first, we want to jump into God's Word, Tom. Well, and Scott, let's do that. Out of Psalm 116, verse 15, precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. So we're precious. So we're going to go into ways to honor your dad even after he's passed away. And the first one I know a lot of people have done uh, create a memorial website. And I think it is really good where you can go on the website then and, and say some of your favorite stories, pass on your regards to the family for the loss. It's a really great idea. I've seen this done on Facebook too a lot, where they'll create a Facebook page or really if Facebook, because they don't delete people, you can almost go onto that person's website, onto their Facebook page. Yeah. Um, and just Hey, happy birthday. I'm missing you today, Jim. That kind of thing. That's a really good thing and a good way to do it. Yeah, and it'll be there. A part of the grieving process. Yeah. So we're talking about ways to honor your dad even after dad has passed away on the session today. Now, this other one can get... I I can see it getting a little bit weird, so you may have to unpack this for me a little bit. Write Dad a letter. With no expectation that he'll return the letter. Thank you. (laughs) Put those spears to rest right away. Exactly. And, And the likelihood is, Scott, this one is more appropriate for shortly after the passing and part of the grieving process. Uh, If you were to write him a letter saying to him what you thought, how you felt, what it was like to have him as a dad, that will help you grieve. And so more likely, the sooner after the passing, the more effective that one's going to be. Is this better for kids or adults, or does it really matter? It really doesn't matter. I think either way. Now, children, it depends on how young. You know, some people would say, like a, a third or fourth grader might say, you want me to write? Yeah. Really? you got to be kidding me. And so to them, you know, maybe looking at a picture could be very helpful. And in, for those who are not crazy about writing, it's amazing that if you take a picture of your dad after he's gone and you just look into the eyes of the picture and you allow yourself to focus on those eyes for a short period of time, pretty soon you'll have feelings that will help you heal and, and come out. It's surprising. It's a process to let yourself go through. I guess you've got to give yourself permission to grieve. Right. 
So number three here. Now, I've seen this done. Funeral homes are getting pretty smart. They can actually create these really, really quick now. Make a memory quilt. Well, yeah. What a great idea. That quilt's going to be around a long time. And they have, maybe they take photos and are able to translate them into a quilt. Yeah, I've seen that with picture, the pictures of them. Now, my mom did it a different way. My dad ran in a lot of 5Ks and that kind of stuff. So she took all of his T-shirts that he got from uh-huh. all those 5Ks and turned them into three quilts. Mm-hmm. And she's got one, my sister's got one, and I've got one. Wow. And that's the you know, way we remember Dad. And one of those shirts actually is my first T-shirt that I got at my first part-time radio job is on the quilt that Mom gave me. Oh, neat. So that was that was kind of a neat little additional memory on there, too. Right. That's cool. There's no way I could fit in that shirt now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next one, I could see this one for you. Dedicate an event to them. Yeah. The Tom Russell Memorial Golf Tournament. There you go. (laughs) And my boys will have one, I'm sure. (laughs) And they'll be celebrating, although I won't be there. And at the the end of the golf tournament, I would then host the uh, the Tomism Festival (laughs) and let your kids share all the Tomisms that they have picked up over the years. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, and they're making a list already. I don't know if they know something I don't, but that's that's a little concerning. Well, I have too, though. I haven't done it with a list of anything. I've actually started thinking about the music because one of the most annoying things to me at a funeral right. is they're always playing this low, quiet, plaintive, depressing music. Okay, that ain't going to happen at mine. Okay. I've already, I'm already working on a playlist. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. And if there's any crying at my funeral, I'm going to hop out of the box, slap you upside the head, <laughs> climb back in, and say, listen to the music. <laughs> <laughs> you want it to be a celebration. Yes. I've entered into eternity, and let's just celebrate that, and you go on and live your life as God leads you to do it. Hallelujah. Yes. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. what it should be. Now, this one, I know a lot of people will do this, uh, make a donation. Yeah. At Christmas, we used to do the, uh, I still don't remember the name of it, the White Elephant (laughs) Gift Exchange. Yeah. So everybody got a white elephant and they got tired of spending money on a white elephant that was just going to sit in somebody's basement or garage or attic. So the powers to be in our family got together and decided that we were going to instead contribute to a, a special cause. As an example, we lost our brother-in-law to cancer and so that it was a cancer donation in his honor kind of thing so when you think about it how you know if if it was something like that that leukemia fund or whatever it might be it's it's really a good idea and you can contribute there's a sense of closure to that and it's something you have control of which is really a good thing and the fact that you all were able to get together and actually agree well, is it yeah. all the kids that get together and make this decision, or Kathy make it, or how does that work? Well, it's Kathy and her siblings. Oh, boy. And then our oldest son makes that decision. I'm okay with whichever one they pick. It's not a, it's not pressing to me. But then, you know, then they, they begin to, what do I want to say, banter back and forth about which <laughs> one would be the best one to have. And it, it, it usually works out fine, but yeah. I, I just don't need to have that intense fellowship about it <laughs> <laughs> and it's nothing to part fellowship over it's just something you need to agree on right and kind of talk your way through and, and our daughter also has her say in it too 
So we're running through some ways you can honor your dad even after he's passed away today on the session is kind of our uh, our conclusion to our Father's Day celebrations. And this next one uh, I have actually seen done to me and done it to a friend of mine is to plant a tree or a garden right. in dad's honor. I think it's really good. My father-in-law was on the, the Lexington City Council. There's a tree in front of the uh, Senior Citizen Retirement Center in his honor. It's just a really good thing to do. And I think before we had talked about when we were first married, our first house, there was no trees in the front yard. And and our friend lived kind of in the woods, and we said, do you care if we get a little maple sapling of some sort and plant it? And he said, oh, yeah, help yourself. So we did. Well, today, you know, it's probably two feet in diameter. (laughs) Yeah, it has grown just like, and it shows how old we are. Exactly. Yeah. Now, we've done that with um, when my dad passed away a couple years ago. Uh-huh. The friends of mine known as the Cabin Boys got together uh-huh. and gave me money for a tree. Uh-huh. So now there is a tree in my front yard, and it's named Norm. <laughs> and I will let Mom know if Norm is happy or not happy based on the weather conditions. <laughs> and I, as I'm cutting the lawn, I will talk to him as I go by. Oh, and, there we go. You know, Sorry, yeah. I don't mean to rattle your roots here, but I'm, I'm coming through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your 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 leaves are looking a little colorful now. Yeah, you're, you're doing pretty good this fall. Or I'll <laughs> I'll text mom and I'll say Norm is not happy. He's covered with snow. <laughs> He's cold this morning. Mm. So the next thing we can do is we can save Dad a seat. I really like this one, particularly at the dinner table when it's like Thanksgiving, maybe Father's Day. It's in honor of him, and and set the plate. You know, set put the setting out there too because it just makes it more real i've seen that done a lot at weddings that Mm -hmm. i've done over the years where they will actually have a seat for dad and they'll put his picture in it or in memory of dad or something like that so that everybody understands that's dad's seat and they'll honor him that way and they'll have a seat for him at the reception and put his picture there and that kind of thing and it's just one neat way that they honor their dads i think it really is good that to have that seat but what's what's powerful is we have control of setting that seat up we didn't have control of losing dad but we do have control of how we honor him so that's another healing piece to it it feels good to have the power and control of i think i'll put the good china out for dad the rest of us got the garage sale special but The garage sale special. I like that. I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. I, it just struck me in another neat thing you could do. Let's say they were Indians fans. Right. Lifelong Indians fans. Uh-huh. So on Father's Day, you buy dad a seat, you know, and you buy a seat, and then you put his picture in the seat next to you during the ball game. Wow. That's interesting. It's an expensive too. trip, but you Yeah, know. that's what I'm thinking, but that's that, it's really interesting. It'd be yeah. a different way to do it. Yeah, definitely. All right. Now, this next one you're going to have to unpack for me a little bit, Tom, because it seems very uh, big picture, 30,000-foot kind of a view, but live life to the fullest. Well, yeah. And so let's – let's. Uh, I know, Scott. Let's unpack that. So you've, Why don't we unpack that, Tom? I, I, I'm glad you thought of that. Thank great you. idea. Yeah. That's that's why we have leadership Ooh, here, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. What one we were talking about? No. Uh, <laughs> What was that question again? (laughs) So living life to the fullest, you know, you you stop and think, what would dad have wanted me to do? And so as you excel and you strive, you're doing it in his honor. So it's living life to the fullest, but you're doing it 
with, with him like a motivator inside of you. I would love for my dad to see what has happened in my life with the little guy who's, you know, they weren't saying I wasn't going to mount it. They did say that, but they also said I wasn't going to live past 20. Well, I think I showed them. Well, you were so skinny, they figured you'd just blow away in the next storm. Uh, yeah, that's probably true, too. <laughs> yeah, I've taken care of that since. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty anchored into this. Storm. No. Well anchored. Yeah, more anchored. I, I would just love to see the look on his face if he could see where Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries is today. The little guy who was knocking him out to squat, and look what our God, our Heavenly Father, did. Well, I'm sure he would be proud. Yeah. I'm sure he would be proud. All right, the last thing that we can do here in our ways that we can honor our dad even after he's passed away is to create a family tradition. I think that that's wonderful, and in particular, something that would be important to dad. Now, for my dad, that would be taking time on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that's that would work. Yeah, and that's why... You know, our our sons would probably have a golf venture in, in honor of me. And, you know, I want to golf with them a few more years. And, in fact, for Father's Day, our oldest, he, what he put on Facebook was a picture of all three sons and me. And he, he talked about this was our trip to North Carolina last year. And the, the guys and I, we all had a fun time golfing and sitting in the hot tub and solving all the world's problems. Exactly. Yeah, that was that was good, including creating a few of our own. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was just very proud of how hard I had worked to come through my injury and recovery with my hip, and that it meant we get to continue the tradition of going out as the four of us going on some golf trip. So we can create a tradition, we can live life to the fullest, save them a seat, plant a tree, make a donation, dedicate an event, right. make a memory quilt, write a letter, or create a memorial website or Facebook or social media kind of thing, however that works for you. Just right. some ideas for honoring Dad even if he's already passed away. Now, two last questions as we wrap up today, right. Tom. What are some memories that you have of your parenting days? As we talk about these, Scott, I think it's also important that the listeners out there think about what what do they hold valuable uh, and, and what do they value about their parenting days. Well, I, I think about some of the, the funny family stories. We were on our family vacation, and the family vacation was out in, in Mexico, New Mexico. We had gone to see my sister in Dallas, and then we went west just so we could— you go into, I want to say New Mexico. And we were at this red light for a long time. Now, keep in mind, we've got our Chevy Chase Christmas Vacation station wagon right. wood on the wood sides and the carrier on top. And and my our daughter sitting in the way back. And she says, Daddy, in New Mexico, the lights never turn green. I said, honey, you're right. I just want to have went. <laughs> it, it was stories like that. Um, with the boys in, in things like being involved in their their athletics, you know, and my dad was never, the first athletic event of any sort that he came to would be his first. I was going to make sure I was at our kids' right. events. 
to the point where I was wanting to go to practice. Oh, this is going to be pretty cool. I want to watch their practice. I mean, as a former basketball coach, this is good. So I say, hey, guys, I'm going to come to your basketball practice. And they're like, Dad, enough's enough. Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting coached heavy enough. We don't need to yeah. get it again. Yeah. So how about for you, Scott? What's the memory that comes to your mind? I, I want Erin to remember that she was loved. The, I guess the one I think about the most, which kind of goes against that, <laughs> is the uh, two or three times that Sherry and I left her at church. You know, and, and you know, we separate <laughs> cars, and I thought it, Sherry had her, and Sherry thought I had her, and then we get a phone call from one of the deacons, uh, Scott, did you forget something? <laughs> <laughs> and then we have to run off and do that. But I think the other one is we used to, I used to call them adventures. I would take Aaron, and we would just go. We'd get in the car, and I'm like, honey. I have no idea what we're about to do. And we would go get ice cream. We might go walk through a house that's being built Uh and dream about what the rooms would look like and what we would do with it and that kind Uh of thing. Um, So that's probably some of the stuff I've... Oh, neat. As as a parent. So what do you want your kids to remember? About how they were parented. Yeah. And and that's at the heart of our ministry of heritage. What are we passing on? That we were a Christ-centered family that jesus was first and that we we had traditions that were based there we had you know times that we tried to completely follow what our god was saying and and that they know growing up that's what that it was going to church was important uh youth group we were trying to put them in an environment where they would have a good understanding of who jesus was and that's why three out of four of them graduated from What's the name of that school? That's the, the thing just down the hall here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, so Christian. <laughs> yeah, I want wanted them to remember that. I wanted them to remember how much I loved them, wanted to be in their lives, and and wanted relationship with them. And in Scott, today, our youngest, our youngest child, we are ancient here. She just had her thirty eighth birthday. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. <laughs> And so now as adults, you know, Dr. Dobson has said this in in some of his uh, radio shows, that uh, the relationship with your adult children can look more like being a friend. It's like they're they're a friend. Exactly. With one little uh, difference. You're still their ATM. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that that is true. I I'll give you that. <laughs> so Tom, I know we're talking to people today that maybe the relationship with dad uh was not that good. Maybe it was kind of rocky like yours was in, yeah. in its earlier days, but there was, you know, you and your dad eventually reconciled and, That's right. and restored the relationship and sometimes sitting down with a Christian counselor can help restore that relationship and uh, that begins with a conversation. So how can they start a conversation with Tom? I, and Scott, I can be reached at heritagechristiancounselingministries.com. And if you've got an idea for something we should talk about here on the session, we'd love to hear from you. Yes, definitely. Feel free, shoot me a text, scott at risefmohio.com, and uh, say, hey, we want you to talk about blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and they can find you on Facebook. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Scott on the radio is my page. Yeah. And you can uh, you can talk to me there and say, hey, heard the session today. We want you to talk about the blue. color blue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's kind of a depressing color or a subject, but we can't. Hey, it's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, and it is mine too. <laughs> As a Buckeye, that's kind of a hard admission. But, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> 
Yeah, I can also be reached on Facebook at our Heritage Christian Counseling websites for Mansfield, Ashland, and Shelby. Thanks for being with us today on the session. 